Hey gang, that's Holly. And that's Brooke. And this is the Macabcast. And I'm Nikon. For episode 37. 37. About sin eaters. Eat that sin. Eat it. Choke it down. Delish. How has everyone recovered from the Beast of Bray Road? I have not. I am still recovering. Me too. But I will recover quickly. Good. Are you going <laughs> to scar us with this one too? Um, this one will be more of a... We're, we're like taking it back to the roots of the macabre cast. Oh. Um, in that this is some like real actual stuff that has happened that is just really wacky and wild. I'm... I love this shit. Yeah. Yeah. This is some of my favorite stuff to cover. The stuff that I'm like, no, this is real. This happened. That's the kind of shit that drives um, me bonkers. Yeah. Like, I just... <sighs> I know it's because, like, you know, the whole hindsight is twenty twenty thing. Like, looking back in history, we know so much more now than they ever did. But when people, like, I just am like, yeah. oh, God, yeah. sometimes, you know? Anyway. Well, and people in the future will know so much more than we do. We do, I know. I, yeah. I can't wait to find out, like, what... What we're I mean, stupid about? Yeah. Yeah. Not that I would find out. I'll well, be dead. But. You never know. Maybe your ghost will know. Maybe. Or my preserved head. Yeah. Futurama style. Perfect. Like, Nixon. No, not like Nixon. I, I like to I like to think that I would be more like the Leonard Nimoy episode. I haven't watched enough of Futurama, sadly. Oh. But I just remember there's a Richard Nixon. Mm-hmm. There, a, yeah, he he becomes president. Oh, there's he a president yeah, again? he becomes president. Uh, oh. as just a head but um no the leonard nimoy episode is when all the star trek actors like join the episode and he's as just a head well no because they're all trapped on a planet where they're being forced to reenact yeah. star trek like over and over again yeah. and they all hate it except for william shatner because yeah. he's such a smooze <laughs> anyways fucking loser fucking william shatner anyways i anyways. don't understand how he looks how he does now okay Thank you. I have so He's many. He's a th- different person. Oh, no. Okay. This is I think be someone it. killed William Shatner. Yeah. And is assuming his okay. identity. Okay. So listen, I, I'm okay. I was a couple months ago, years old, when I, for the first time, realized that William Shatner is the main character in Star in that whatever uh, this the Star original Trek, trilogy, yeah, the original yeah, yeah. trilogy. Like I didn't know it was him because I not trilogy, but yes, not <laughs> That's Star Wars trilogy, Star Wars. Um, in the original, because he looks so fucking different than what I perceive him as now, as an adult person. And I was like, holy shit. And then I realized, because his voice is very distinct, so I was like, oh, that's kind of dumb. But I just, I never really watched the original Star Trek much. Yeah. I've only seen some parts of it, and I was not particularly a very big fan of that character, so. Yeah, like, he's kind of a pig. He's, he is a pig. Yeah. But anyways. Mm. But yeah, Holly wants us to shut up about William Shatner. I've just I've heard this yelling conversation <laughs> at least at least seven times now. <laughs> this specific one. This specific. The one. first time Holly ever heard it was when I it was like two a.m. and I was like really high and I sent her this like really long Snapchat, which I like only use Snapchat to send Holly rants like this yeah. really, and it was me just like I didn't know that that was him and I was like shit sending her pictures of him and being like this is not the same person. <laughs> and it was like super late at night. It was not okay. It was amazing. Anywho, but are you, you going to um, yeah, uh, put us back on the rails? We are going back on the rails. Um, we're talking about Sin Eaters, um, which Ew. is a job that someone would have. Mm-hmm. Although all nom, the nom, nom. articles reference it as a job, I think that's misleading. It's not actually a job. It's just like... I mean, it is, but it's not. It's more of, like, contract work. Um. Uh, all right, babe. I have a co- I have a contract. I gotta go out of town for a couple days. Gotta oh, go eat some sin. Gotta go eat some sins. Yum, yum, yum. Fucking yum, yum, yum. Anyways. Sure um, don't leave any left. Yeah. Uh, but, so, my sources for this one. Wikipedia. Um, talkdeath.com. Love that. Uh, HistoryCollection.com, NolanGroupMedia.com, 
Um, All That's Interesting. Iconic. Of course. Also, of course, Atlas Obscura. <sighs> One of our faves. Um, SacredTexts.com. Oh, shit. <laughs> and TheVintageNews.com. The Vintage News. Oh, and SacredToursOfMexico.com. Oh. Um, <laughs> Alrighty. I had to pull, like... While I was doing my research, I was doing my research, and I was like, I'm going to stay super on track. Um, And then I got a little bit off track. Yeah. In a very fun tangent. Yeah. That is still mostly on track. Mm -hmm. Mostly. But I do have a small tangent about an Aztec goddess that we will be talking about that has nothing to do with... I mean, it does have something to do with Sin Eaters, but it's not, like, super relevant. I'm so Um, excited (laughs) to to hear what this is about. Um, So just as, like, an overview, Mm -hmm. if you don't know what Sin Eaters are, the name is, like, pretty descriptive of it. (laughs) Um, The... Holy... (laughs) But sin eating is a ritualistic practice used to absorb and absolve a recent absorb the sins and absolve a recently deceased person of their sins. Um, so the sin eaters are the people who practice that ritual. So when someone dies in their community, they would eat a ritual meal in order to take on the sins of the dead person. So they like consume the dead person's sins and then carry those sins with them for the rest of their life. Right. So that the dead person can, like, go to heaven and, like, be absolved of any sins that they weren't able to confess in their, like, living life. Mm -hmm. Um, Because sin eaters were consuming and taking on the sin of, like, dead community members, they usually were, like, very shunned and feared, though. Mm -hmm. Um... It seems counterintuitive to me because I'm like, okay, but they're performing like a really like important service for your family members. Yeah. You'd think that you'd to be appreciated. Like you would revere gratitude. this type, like the yeah. sacrifice that this person is doing yeah. or whatever. But they definitely do not. Um, and I will get into that a little bit more later uh, because I'm going to go more in depth on like what the actual sin eating practices are. Okay. But first, I'm going to talk about the like possible origins of this type of like ritualistic practice. Okay. Um because it is like it's unique, but mm-hmm. it also has like there are a lot of different cultures that have something kind of similar like different for sure, okay. but like a similar concept of like yeah. absorbing someone's sins and like or like absolving someone's right, sins right so that they can move on to mm-hmm. the next life yeah um, i've heard that in like a couple different ways so yeah. i'm interested to hear what you have to say yeah. about it. um the first one will be in the aztec empire okay <laughs> um a few different articles also mentioned that it might go back to like e- egypt and greece as well um but they all mentioned that, and no one ever expanded on it. Elaborated. They just said, yeah. could be Egypt and Greece, and then that's okay. it. And I was like, okay, Do you think get that that has here. more to do with the fact that a lot of people, I'm going to say, mm. are like, everything comes from the Fertile Crescent. You know what I'm could talking be. about? Yeah. 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 Like Mesopotamia and, like, all of that. Yeah. Indo-European. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Zeus. And Zeus. Zeus is is everywhere. He's um, very important. He's he's been squonking around the earth since since the dawn of time. The dawn of time. Since the squonk of time. What since is that the they squ- repeat in Genesis a lot? And and it was good. And it was good. Yeah. And it was Zeus. And it was. <laughs> and Zeus. And was God Zeus. made Zeus. And, and it, it was, was Zeus. Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> and all was goose in the land. <laughs> <laughs> the sun rose and the sun set on, on the first day on the Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Zeus. It was actually the Zeus was created actually before the earth was created. Oh no. <laughs> That's just light. And light Zeus was, was created first. Yeah. And then Zeus was just in the universe. In the beginning there was nothing. Then God created the universe. This made a lot of people angry and is widely considered to be a bad move true that's from the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy nice um but yes so our first one 
where like sin eating as a concept Mm -hmm. can be like kind of seen is uh, the Aztec Empire where at the end of someone's life they would confess their like sins I guess it's not really I don't know the concept of like sin in the way that we think about it now feels very like western and Christian Um, that's definitely like the association I have in my brain with it yeah and so I do want to like like I'm using the word sin across all things but it doesn't necessarily like I want to be clear that it's not Christian sin Christian sin necessarily that I'm like mm-hmm. talking not about yeah. yeah but like not every there's, time there's not like a good word to substitute in it's fine so I yeah we're doing our best um but they would confess their sins to uh Tlazolteot, who is an Aztec goddess, and she would cleanse them by eating their filth, um, which is how it was, like, described, because her name comes from the Nahuatl, Nahuatl, Nahuatl word for garbage, which is, like, an indigenous language. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes from the word for garbage, and she's known as the eater of filth. Um, like okay. as a goddess. Okay, um, so eater of filth, garbage. Can when you say someone's filth and that she eats their filth, can you elaborate on what that physically means? Um, it means she like is taking on like, like is, actually is consuming their like sins basically. No, I know, but but she no, she's not eating their like anything. She's not actually eating anything. Okay, I no. just wanted to clarify um, whether or not there were fecal matter going no, into no, people's no, mouths. No, 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 Because that's... She's also a goddess, so... I, I know, yeah. but still, yeah. you never know. That's true. People make up all kinds of weird shit. That's true. Um, she is also the lunar agrarian goddess. She's the goddess of illicit love, overindulgence, and dissolute behavior. And so she pardons people who, like, participate in those things. Oh, Okay. Um, she also has many aspects to her, which is, like, super common in Aztec mythology, where it's a very, like, it's a different concept from, I feel like, a lot of Western mythologies where personhood is singular. Mm-hmm. But, like, personhood in Aztec mythology for gods is super plural. Mm -hmm. And they will go by, they'll go by, like, one name to describe all of their aspects combined. Mm -hmm. But they have, oftentimes the gods and goddesses will have multiple names for their different aspects. Mm -hmm. So, like, and the different aspects will have, like, sometimes even contradictory, like things that they're in charge of basically or like things that they're Mm -hmm. associated with Mm -hmm. um and so that's like similar for her is that she has multiple aspects and one of those aspects is the eater of excrement who like pardons sins and her name is Tlazoteot Tlalquani Okay. Um, I, I believe you. Yeah. She also, like, it it originates in Aztec mythology, but also is part of, like, Waztecs, Mixtecs, and Olmec. Okay. Um, so, like, it, the concept of this, like, absorbing widespread. sins is, yeah. like, well-known in, like, Central American mythos. Right, right. Um, and among multiple... Mm-hmm facets of that yeah and so or yeah. iterations of that so it just is really interesting i personally love this is just a little tangent on things that i love i already um, know what you're gonna say and i already love it too i love the multipleness of the gods in aztec mythology mm-hmm. and mayan mythology as well mm-hmm. where they are multiple within one mm-hmm. and 
It's fascinating. Especially because a lot of times they're gendered differently. Yes. Yeah. I was waiting for you to bring up that they sometimes are, they have, their different um, facets have different pronouns. Different genders. Different genders. Different. Or genderless. Yeah. Or genderlessness. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's fascinating Um, because, and the connection between that and how, like, individualistic Western culture is, Mm -hmm. and then for them, for, okay, if we're, like, generalizing that, like, Western culture and Christianity together, right? Yeah. For a very individualistic culture to also worship an individualistic god Mm -hmm. is very telling. Yeah, I mean, your gods are created from the culture that you exist in. Right, yeah. It's just, like, I, yeah. Yeah, but, no, it's really interesting. I love it, Mm -hmm. and, um... I have so many thoughts just in general about it. Do you want to share them? No, it would take too long. It would be the entire podcast. Um. We could maybe do like an episode about um, that sometime in the future, like multifaceted, you know. Yeah. I just love it. I have such a deep love for like space where things are allowed to be more than one thing. Yes. Um, It's almost like being told you have to fulfill a singular role in Western culture (sighs) is something that plagues our minds and we wish to be free of. Also me being raised in a Uh a strictly evangelical Christian household. Uh Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That was a given. Yeah. But um, so that aside... That is like one of the one of the ways that that shows up sin eating. Mm-hmm. Um, another figure, since we're talking about evangelical Christianity and Christianity as a whole, uh-huh. is uh, Jesus is mm-hmm. also a sin eater mm-hmm. figure, right? Of someone who like sacrificially takes on the sins of everyone mm-hmm. else in right. order to like absolve you of your sins, right? So like that is. That is, like, a sin-eating figure, which is, like, people are, like, maybe that could be where they got the idea. Yeah. Also, coming from, like, traditional Jewish practices of sacrificing a goat mm-hmm. for your sins, mm-hmm. for, like, absolution. Mm-hmm. Um, nobles also, like, in the past, nobles also used to give the poor bread and essentially like, bribe them to say prayers for someone, one, they had deceased, Mm -hmm. um, and that, like, could be where that came, that, like, connection between, like, eating and absolving of sins and stuff. Um, some people also say that the practice could have been, like, part of a, like, syncretic tradition between paganism and Christianity, particularly in the UK, Uh because that's, like, where sin eating essentially started and originated from is in the UK. Right. Um, so there are a lot of, there are like a lot of different like threads. Well, I mean, like paganism is yeah. like a, a lot of pagan tradition is about honoring and like mm-hmm. giving offerings in mm-hmm. order to create an evenness. You know, it's, yeah. That's not surprising to me at all. No, yeah. So there's like there are very you can see like a lot of like through lines mm-hmm. in things mm-hmm. of like this existed in other cultures for sure in different ways. Like yeah. not this the way that I'm going to be describing it is particular to whales actually. Okay. Um because I thought you meant the animal for a second. No, no, no. Not not the animal. The <laughs> The country. country. Well, yeah, the country. Um, but it's particular to that, but, like, there are many other cultures who have similar types of traditions that are different, but, like, kind of similar, but they have their own names and yeah. histories and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, but the, the, like, sin-eating form of it is um, from Wales, It was also practiced in England a little bit and Scotland as well, Mm -hmm. Um, primarily during, like, the 18th and 19th centuries, although, like, the first documented 
case of this is in the like 17th century okay and that first like documented one refers to it as an old tradition and old practice so Mm -hmm. like it's it's assumed that it goes back farther but like there's no actual record of it right so which would also make sense if it has any connection to paganism paganism. because yeah yeah um but so in the practice of sin eating generally um teach me the way (laughs) uh generally is what would happen is after someone died um you would you would grab some bread and ale and you would pass it over the dead body okay or set it on top of the of the dead body on their chest or their head um after you've like passed it over the body or set it on the body it was like believed that that would absorb the dead person's remaining sins that mm-hmm. they hadn't had the chance to like confess yeah. or be absolved of right. while they were alive right. and so like any any little lingering ones that could bar them from entering like the next life would be washed away interesting um after that the sin eater would drink and eat the items as a way to absolve the dead of their sins mm-hmm. because it's them taking it on into their own body. Yeah. Um, they believed that um, that that would allow the the deceased person to rest easier. Um, it would make it to where the person who was like not only would it absolve the person of their sins, right? But it would make it to where they wouldn't return as a ghost because okay. if they were able to reach heaven then there would be no reason for them to wander the earth or to haunt anyone. Um, So that was, like, another part of the sin-eating practice was to be, like... It's a precaution. Yeah, like, get into heaven, don't haunt us. Mm -hmm. Um. (laughs) A lot, again, of paganism, too, is, like, is barring or helping spirits from, like, staying on earth, Mm -hmm. too. Yeah, yeah. So there is definitely an argument to be made that it's a syncretic practice between Mm -hmm. paganism Mm -hmm. and Christianity. Um, By extension, because the sin eaters are, like, taking on the sins Mm -hmm. of the people who died, the sin eaters were essentially doomed to return to the earth after they die as a restless spirit. And because because of all of the sins that they consumed. Sounds like a shitty job. I was yeah. gonna say, are you gonna talk about why someone would become a sin eater yeah. at all? Okay, good. Because yeah. I, 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 like, why would you do that? Having yeah. a hard time. Yeah. Conceptualizing yeah. why, especially if you're shunned and like hated. Yeah. 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 Unless you like maybe these people just already were, so they're like, eh, eh, yeah, get I get some that. free bread or whatever. Lol. <laughs> 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 well. Um. Yeah, I'll talk about it. Okay. But um. So after the sin eater ate the meal, they would say something. They had like a specific prayer that they would say after they finished the mm-hmm. meal. Um. And it went, "I give easement and rest now to thee, dear man or woman or child. Um, come not down the lanes or in our meadows, and for thy peace I pawn my own soul. Amen." Ooh, jeez. Yeah pawn my own soul is a very spicy phrase because that's essentially what they're doing they're like i'm trading my soul for yours yikes um my god yeah yeah uh it's fucking dark it is Mm -hmm. um after that the family of the deceased would chase off the sin eater using sticks to beat them and shouting curses at them this is so dumb yep uh and then um one of the first written accounts of sin eating in Wales was the 17th century by John Aubrey. Um, he wrote that um, the the manner was that when the corpse was brought out of the house and laid on the on the bear, a loaf of bread was brought out and delivered to the sin eater over the corpse, and also a mazer bowl of maple. Um, full of beer which he was to drink up 
and sixpence in money in consideration whereof he took upon him all the sins of the defunct and freed him or her from walking after they were dead. And it's written in like some old timey English. But here's my thought. It's only sixpence though. Yeah. Okay, so sixpence um in today's money mm-hmm. is like a little less than five dollars. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like and they get beaten by with sticks. Yeah, yep. they, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, and I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and just be like super, and like this is obviously a given because like I'm definitely not a Christian, but like even after growing up in like Christianity, there was never a point at, at any point in my life where I believed that sin was real. As a kid, yeah. every single time we talked about it in church, I was so confused <sighs> because I was like, that doesn't make sense to me and it's always I've always felt this way what was that like I know because you were like you were like fucked up about it and I know a lot of people who were like really fucked up about the concept of sin but when I was a kid I was so I think maybe it's because I was just like this happens in everyone's life all the time duh because I was being traumatized yeah but like I just, I never understood it because to me, I was like, I don't get, I don't get that. I don't see that that's, that's, that's not real. Like yeah. even as a child, I was like, that's not real. Yeah. I used to get in trouble in, in, in my, um, Sunday classes. school classes yeah. because I would be like, but that's not real. And yeah. my teachers would get mad at me. Yeah. No, I was raised in a, like, you were born sinful. Yeah. So, and yeah, like you have no choice but to be a sinful being unless you, like... Like, not you have no choice, but, like, you essentially, at your core, are a sinful sinful, being. And so, like, I was baptized and raised as a, like, traditional Roman Catholic, and that's, like, a big deal in Catholicism, but I was just like, that's not real. Yeah. Like, I was like, there's no way that's real. That's fake. I don't yeah. know why I just I think I also just have a hard time believing anything that people say to me. So that's, that's fair. I think that I mean given your child circumstances, yeah, no, I think that I was feels just fair. I've always been a skeptic. I admire the fact that you like actually believed that because that's like fascinating to me that someone <sighs> would because I just never I don't know why I just never believed. Yeah, in it. I mean honestly, I don't think I'd have as much religious trauma if I didn't believe it. So that <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Yeah. But because like it does mess you up as a kid. Of course. To like there because I I did see something recently that was really interesting. I forget who it was who said it. I think it was on TikTok. But they were talking about um, like evangelical Christianity specifically and the idea of like original sin, Mm -hmm. which is like the idea that you are born sinful, which not all Christian traditions traditions believe that. Some traditions believe in original goodness Mm -hmm. where you're born innately good, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is much better. Um, Mm. But and it's it's just like a much well, it's less damaging mentally on yeah, your children when you're putting yeah. them in Sunday school yeah, and you're teaching it's them much that less damaging. Like, that like and it's, they're already a like you're literally telling children, especially like a you're people already bad. pleaser type person. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm saying that to you but also me yeah. and Nikon, but just like growing up as a kid that wants to please your parents or please adults around you mm-hmm. you're just going to you're going to be destroyed by something like that yeah well so i did see something recently that was like i can see why people coming to that type of christianity as an adult for them it's super freeing because they can recognize like yes i've lived my life I'm an adult, I have been sinful in the past, like, and this is a way for me to be free from that, and, like, to, like, become a Christian, and, like, have my sins absolved, and, like, feel like I'm living a new life, and, like, like, you're coming with your whole life that you've already led to it, but, like, as a kid growing up in it, you have no concept of any other life, of any other, like, of being anything else, but as a child, you're still told the same thing that the adults are, of, like, you can leave all of your sinful ways behind you, you can, like, be better, you can... That doesn't mean anything to a kid who doesn't have a concept of time. Yeah, but as a kid, you're like, I don't 
you're like, like what did I do wrong? Yeah, you're like, oh, I must be really bad because I took a toy from my sibling. Mm-hmm. That must be what they're talking about. I'm a terrible human being and I need forgiveness and redemption. Mm-hmm. And then you have that growing up with you, which is like a much different experience than people who come to it as an adult and are like, I've done really bad things in my life. I like need to learn to love myself and forgive myself and this is a way to do it. Like it's just a very different concept. It's um, it's more than that. It's it's fucking bonkers. Yeah. But so there is there is some of that. But that's like a whole tangent on Christianity as a whole and my own like trauma with it. But this is our podcast. We can do what we want. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't like it, you don't have to listen. Um, and I hope that people can hear that I am attempting to be, like, fair as well. Um, because I don't have anything against... The people... No. I don't have anything against, like, people who practice it well. Me too. Um. (laughs) I don't either. I just don't... I would just prefer not to be involved. Yeah. Um, but Sin Eaters... Uh, Yeah, so they essentially were paid, like, less than $5. They took all of the sins, and in that quote, like, and freed him or her from walking after they were dead, which, like, references that, like, saving them from wandering the earth in the afterlife, essentially. Right, right. They... Paying people for sin eating was actually very common. So weird. Um, And I think that is partly what led to them being shunned because they were viewed as willing to sacrifice their soul for a simple meal or a bit of money. Wow. I have a lot of thoughts about that Mm -hmm. level of... Be grateful, Jesus. Yeah. Um, like I almost said nepotism for some reason. Nepotism. Hypocritic. Hypocrisy. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just, I thought nepotism because I thought of rich people. Yeah, no, so, and, <laughs> and I've been thinking about so it a like, lot lately. People, like, really, really didn't like them. Like, that's so shitty. Yeah, I and a it. lot of it, a lot of it really was rooted in the, like, if you were a good person, you would never consider selling your soul for this essentially, even though they, like, needed someone to perform the service. It sounds like a very selfless act. Yeah, and, I mean, oftentimes... I don't understand. Yeah, oftentimes it (sighs) usually was, like, really poor people who were sin eaters because they were people who, like, were willing to do whatever they needed to do to have a meal and to, like, get a little bit of money. Um, You mean, like, take care of themselves and their family? Yeah, and, like, good for them. Yeah, good for them. And I do understand that in Wales during this time period, there is a little bit more of, like... The Catholic Church was huge. Uh Uh-huh. And so there there is a little bit more at stake for someone who, like, is, like willing to do that in that Mm -hmm. they're going to be shunned by like the government essentially yeah um and like they're becoming a society's scapegoat right by doing this right so like you do have to be pretty desperate i think but also you're desperate and you shouldn't be shunned for that you're providing like an actual service desperation shouldn't be viewed as something to be like shunned for shunned for because normally if you're truly desperate it's coming from something outside of your control yeah and so you're reacting naturally because we are you're surviving animals. you're surviving like, yes it's we sh- are simply mammals we are simply a bunch of hairless rats that are just trying to get by yeah and it actually like was so bad to the point of like so sad of like some people believed that if you even looked a sin eater in the eye, you would be damned along with the sin eater and you'd never be able to enter heaven. Because, like, because the sin eaters are taking on the sins of the people who have died, people are also viewing them as, like, increasingly evil, essentially, 
at the more that they sin eat because they can't go to the Catholic Church no. to have to confess because the Catholic Church was heavily against the practice of sin eaters. And so they were just forced to like live with the sins that they had absolved, right. which then means that everyone was like, oh, you're super sinful because you've absolved all of these people and of their sins. Now we're going to teach everyone to be scared of you. Yeah. You're going to be that person on the end of the street that everyone's like, oh, the crazy. Don't look at them. You'll be damned if you look in their which eyes. Which is, yeah. to be fair, which is my dream. Yeah. <laughs> Is to be that person on the end of the street that everyone's scared of. Yeah. I but it. it, yeah, so it's just absolutely wild. And I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it, and mostly just because I just have, I've never understood the concept of sin. Yeah. I've never understood it. I don't understand why it, it bought, like, I don't. I mean, essentially, the the big deal about it is that it bars you from right experiencing and I, a, like, peaceful afterlife. And I don't want to sound like... I just have always had a really hard time understanding it. Like, it was yeah. just something that my brain it never, never clicked, for, clicked for me. And I always found it idiotic. And yeah. so I was just like, I, it's like this kind of thing. Like, it's so sad to me. Yeah. Because it's, it, 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 it borders on the pity level for me, yeah. which Holly knows is the worst I thing it's I can feel. It's, it's, it's like, if I pity you, then that's like the greatest insult you could receive from me. Like, I, yeah. I pity this situation entirely. Yeah. And mostly for the people who are, like, pay, like not the sin eater itself, but the people who are, like, paying yeah. for that. Because that's, like, God, you little pieces of shit. Yeah. Well, and to be fair, like, sometimes the people who are paying the sin eaters, they have to... I actually am going to get compelled. to this. But they have to... They have to treat the sin eater poorly in order to not be killed and tortured by the Catholic Church. Right. So <laughs> so there is a little bit of that going on because the Catholic Church, like, super hated sin eaters um, because the sin eaters were replacing the role of confession for Protestants. Right. Um, and Protestants, like, pro the tensions between Protestant <laughs> and Catholic churches at this time is, like, super high. Um, and yeah, so, like, that's... I mean, kind of always is high. That yeah. is, like... F the, the way you said that is so funny, because that's such an understatement. Oh, I, yeah. I know you know that, no, but, but I just, like, like, I'm laughing like, at the way you said it. People are dying. It's, like... It's... It's wars. It's, it's fucking stupid. It's yeah, ridiculous. But, like, yeah, Protestant and Catholic church are, like, essentially warring with each other. And the... Sin eaters are offering that sense of absolution that typically you would get from part partaking in confession with the Catholic Church. Right. But they're offering that for anyone who will pay them for right. it. And um, like, if you're if you've ever experienced Catholicism, like you have to get to a certain level. Mm -hmm. Like you have to level up a certain amount <laughs> of like of like XP in order to get access to being in confession. Yeah. Like I never even made it that far. Yeah, you have to you have to go through I'm the glad things. I didn't. Yeah. Because it's fucked up. But I, I never even made it that far. Yeah. Like in Catholicism. Also, upon like your deathbed, priests would usually be called in to like take a deathbed confession. Mm-hmm. And, like, do your, like, funeral rites. Mm -hmm. um, and because of the sin eaters, the priests were being called less. And so they were losing the ability to help the soul to heaven. LOL. And, they were like and perform a funeral ceremony. But, like, really, some of it is money-based as well. Because yeah. you would pay for some of those services. And so some of it also is the sin eater is cheaper. Yeah. The sin eater is cheaper than dealing with the Catholic Church. Um, and so there's, like, there's that, too. Um, and then also anyone who was caught practicing sin eating yeah. um, was excommunicated from the Catholic Church, which, like, at that time would be a really big deal and would be, like, losing your entire community. All um, of this is just politics. Yeah. It's in, in some instances, people were actually, like, tortured and killed for practicing sin eating, both the people who, like, paid the sin eater and the sin eater themselves. 
I so, don't understand, Holly. I know. <laughs> I know. I don't understand. This is why when you said, you were like, oh, I'm covering Sin Eaters, and I was like, ew. <laughs> it makes me feel sweaty and gross. Because you knew you'd be like, I hate this. I have hives. <laughs> God. But, yes. So, it's like, yeah, it, it just is bonkers. It's um, idiotic. Yeah, I just don't appreciate the way that it was so, like, demonized. Well, every level like, of it is idiotic. Because it's, like, the concept itself, what it does to the Sin Eater itself, mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. The circumstances with which you would hire one, mm-hmm. fucking idiotic. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean that in both ways, like, with sympathy and with also disgust yeah you know and then the catholic church is idiotic period well yeah um (laughs) yeah so there's yeah it's just a lot there's i I do i I do understand i get it like ritual of sin eating oh of course that makes that's the only part that makes sense to me yeah but then all of the like social aspects of it of like we shun this person we like are the politics of the churches and all of that stuff gets wild um i just like people went to war over this shit i know i'm sorry (laughs) it's also like was used in like other areas and is like somewhat still around and i have some examples oh i'm excited for that yeah um in upper bavaria something called a corpse cake Ooh, is yuck. Yeah. Is, Can you make me a corpse cake for my birthday? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's placed on a dead person's chest oh. and then is eaten by the nearest living relative. Do they, do they serve it up off of the chest of the dead person? It was an inconclusive question. I had that same question and I looked and some said something that seemed to resemble that yes, it's eaten <laughs> off the chest or the face of the dead person. <laughs> but others seemed to be like, no, it's put on a platter do and you, you like take it off. You do know? You, do you, um, wait, uh, hang on. Roll it back. Put on a platter, you just said. Yeah, like you, the cake no. is put on a platter okay. and you put that platter on the dead person. Okay. You know? So I just wanted to ask a clarifying question then. This whole time, did you mean that it may or may not have been placed just raw dog right yeah. on? I gotta go. There's no, there's no conclusive way that I could figure out if it was just like straight up. Okay. Nothing underneath it placed when on the I dead body. When I said serve it up off of the body, I meant like were they literally like, all right, now that it's on there, we can cut it up and like eat, like take the p- pieces eat it like directly from that location or were they like okay now we're done now we take the cake over to the table and we cut it and then also we eat inconclusive it. jesus christ <laughs> okay so the only thing i can think of is like that weird thing that's like i don't understand it but like eating sushi off of someone's body i have never heard of that never. i Yeah, it's like a weird sex thing, but I've never understood it because I have a lot of food insecurity, and when food exists, it's it's mine, and it's not to share. It's not not to share. (laughs) It's not to share. So, are uh, we talking? I just feel like sushi of all things seems like an odd choice for eating off of people's bodies. Uh, It's like uh, like um, okay, like a bunch of nepo rich people and then there's like a woman that's like in a bikini oh laying on a table okay and then you serve up the woman Uh with the sushi the sushi and she's the platter and then you take your chopsticks just eat it right off of her i have heard of that i thought you meant something different um I thought what you meant. What did you think I, I meant? I thought you meant more in like a one-on-one situation. Oh, like like when people... chocolate syrup and whipped cream or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's a sexy. It's a sexy thing, but it's like a group activity, not like a sexy. I thought you meant like, personal. Yeah. relationship. And thing. I was like, why well, maybe would you? It is. Why would you do that? I don't know. I just um, I heard I hear like people reference that a lot in like things, and I'm like, why is that a thing? I would like the food is mine. Thank that's you. That's mine. Goodbye. That's mine. I know. Um, yeah, so unclear on your questions. Okay. Um, Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. Uh, in the Balkan Peninsula, Ooh. they they made a 
bread they make a bread version of the dead person oh like like a bread replica <laughs> a bread a bread liquor <laughs> A they, yeah, they, they make a replica of the dead person, and then the family eats the bread. <laughs> We're making replicas for my birthday. We have to do a bread replica. making party. We're making replicas. Okay. I'm obsessed with that. That's um, like when little, nowadays when little kids like draw, a tra- they trace out their body and then they like yeah. draw on it. That's like the old timey version of replica. that. You make a replica of yourself. Yeah. Um, the Dutch have something called dead cakes. Um, and those have the person, the dead person's initials on them. Okay. Um, those did get, uh, they got brought to the U.S. in during like the 17th century as a tradition during like when the U.S. was being colonized and um, yeah. people were coming over and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the article said during immigration to the U.S. and I was like, mm, I don't know if that counts. Uh, <laughs> seems yeah. more like colonization. Yeah, that seems. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Um, How many... I, there needs to be, like, a tally of, like, us bringing up colonization on this fucking know, podcast. Because we are, like, literally all the time, we're, like, colonization. Well, I feel like every <laughs> article we read, they're, like, trying to be nice about I, it. And I I'm, know. like, just, just stop. Just call it what it is. It's just, it's, like, God. Yeah. It's right in front of you. Yeah. They're, like, hit, the world is trying to hide it so hard. And it's just, like, holy shit, it's everywhere. Yeah. Anyways. Um, it apparently also extended to Appalachia. Nice. Um, in Appalachia, the Sin Eater would be anonymous, actually. Oh. And they would get to live a normal life because no one knew who they were. How did they conceal that information? Um, they would, like, be called upon, like, some sort of, like, bat signal type thing would go out. What? For the okay, you know, like something like that. It's a, like it's a, a replica that in the sky. It would be like a public announcement, basically, of the death, and okay. that a sin eater was needed. Okay. And then the sin eater would show up, and they would like eat the food and say their one line, and then they would leave, and like people wouldn't see them. They'd have to like um, leave the room or something. Yeah, and okay. so they were like able to maintain their anonymity and live a normal life That's where nice. they weren't shunned. That's nice. Yeah, um, I like that. Yeah, the reports haven't been validated for this, but there are alleged accounts of sin eating in Appalachia through the 1950s and possibly within the last few decades. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's like a possible, like, might still be continuing, but most likely not. Okay, interesting. Um, Yeah. And, like, most of the... Actually, the last sin eater like the last official sin eater was named richard munslow and he lived in wales um and he died in 1906 oh he had revived the custom of sin eating oh because he was like grieving really heavily oh he was a rich farmer which also broke the tradition of sin eaters typically being like poor people Mm -hmm. um he was a rich farmer, and four of his children had died. Oh, that and sucks. Yeah, three of them had died within one week. Oh, my God. Yeah, and so he started the practice of sin eating again as a form of grieving so that he could help his children into the afterlife. Oh, Yeah. I mean, that's nice. See, yeah. like, traditions can be just nice. Yeah. And you don't have to be mean about you it. You don't have to and be. And you can do it, and it's literally, because here's the reality behind, like, religion and spirituality. It's literally just for you yeah yeah that was just for him yeah it was just for him and it was for him to like grieve his the loss of his children and feel like he is making their experience in the afterlife the best that he can through his own sacrifice because and this goes without saying but like no parent should have to outlive their child and imagine the grief of like your child your child like multiple of your children dying in one week and you being like i I can't do anything to help them anymore. Yeah. And so, of course, you're looking for a way... To help them. To help them. Because you're a parent. That's your mm-hmm. job, you know? Yeah. If you're a good parent. 
Yeah, if you're a good parent. Well, it's your job regardless. Whether or not you do a good job at it is kind of, like, up to you. And um, my opinion of you changes depending on what your choices are. I agree. Um, But, yeah, so that was, like, the last known, like, official sin-eating practice. Damn. Um, Yeah. And then there actually are practices. So, like, sin-eating as a practice does also kind of resemble endocannibalism. Um, Okay. Elaborate. Yeah. Endocannibalism is, like, specifically referring to preparing or eating the remains of someone within your community or close circle. So it's, like, cannibalism of someone who you're, like, personally very close with, Um, which... But you're actually eating, like, their Yeah, you're remains. actually eating their but remains. But that's not true about sin eaters, though. No. It, it's just... It's like a symbolic eating. Yeah. Sin, for sin eating, it's a symbolic eating. But I do want to, like, make a nod toward right. endocannibalism because that is somewhat of a similar practice. Right. But instead of a, like, symbolic eating, it's an actual consuming. Right. Um, it's been used in a, like a lot of different cultures as a way to absorb the person that you're grieving and keep them as a part of yourself mm-hmm. and it's a ritual practice um yeah. one example is the wari in oh. the amazon um they act they allow the bodies to decompose and then separate the liquid from the solids and they bury the solids and they make the liquid into a type of wine um yeah okay uh and then for them consuming the body wine allowed the dead person to be distracted so that they wouldn't cause any destruction while they like lingered on the earth until their like soul was gone okay um and it helped the soul transition and like transferred the soul's knowledge to the living relatives that's so metal yeah first of all um so and like there I again I feel the need to say that I don't endorse cannibalism <laughs> which I've had to say on this podcast way too many times um yeah. but I have and I guess I will continue again saying we should keep it. a tally of like uh, how often we've had to say I don't endorse blank thing that like yeah yeah but I do want to recognize that that is like a ritualistic practice that like is somewhat similar to the practice Here, of sin eating. Here's the thing about the body wine thing yeah. that I just really quick want to say that is so metal yeah and I would just like every Christian who like who believes that the the wine turns to blood as you swallow it yeah you're not metal enough yeah you can do you could do better do better yeah sorry that's all I have to say about that yeah. And I did want to, like, point this out because there are a lot of Western practices that hint at endocannibalism, and it's important to remember that. Right. Particularly with the history of cannibalism being used as a justification for colonization of places. Because, as I mentioned in our very first episode, Uh when I talked about eating mummies, That the West has a long history mm-hmm. of being hypocritical mm-hmm. and also using using practices that are like culturally sp- specific to demonize people and like pretend like that's a good reason to colonize them, which is a riot when you hear about all the times that in different ways that they have prepared human remains and Mm -hmm. snacked on it in the past and today. Yeah. Check out uh, episode one. (laughs) And honestly, I think we mentioned it in a couple different episodes. Jesus. Yeah. Um, So that is sin eating. Wow. I do have a fun little picture for you. Mm. Um, I'm disturbed and ready. And this is just one of the pictures that I found in the articles, and it has nothing to do with sin eating, but I saw it and I was like, I need Brooke to react to this on the podcast. Oh, I love this picture. I know this picture. Okay, good. It's, uh, for people listening, it's a bunch of skeletons in, like, monk robes and their tending gardens. I love them. It's... (laughs) 
just I, was like a little palate cleanser. I love it. I, I love this picture. Mm. I've seen this picture before. It's in a lot of memes that people make, like, for um, the subculture of being, like, dark cottagecore yeah. or, like... I don't know, spooky, cottagecore yeah. spooky is what my friend Lachlan, our friend Lachlan calls my style is cottagecore yeah. spooky, but like dark, that kind of yeah. aesthetic uh, like thing, cottagecore goth, that kind yeah. of stuff. Like this comes that's up a you. lot and <laughs> that's very me. And so I get a lot of memes with this actual image on it. Nice. And there's a lot of like modern art, um, not like a, like random, not a shout out, but just like the company Wicked Clothes has a lot of mm. clothing that is like inspired by this where it's like hydrate or dihydrate and it's like a skeleton watering like all their plants and stuff nice. like a lot of yeah. art. Like, I love art like that. I love skeletons. I love bones. I love plants. I love the dichotomy that it represents. So yeah. thank you for showing it to me. It's of course. such a good picture. Yeah. But yeah, just a little palate cleanser after the Sin Eaters and our... Wait, like, what was that picture having to do with the Sin Eaters? Nothing. Oh, you just found it? Yeah. I ju it just was in one of the articles. I love him. They just chose it as like flavor for the article for That's some reason. That's a very reason. interesting choice of flavor because it, yeah. no. it doesn't give Sin, sin Eater at all. No, it doesn't. But I, I thought you were going to show me a picture it. of a replica. No, I don't have a picture of a replica. But I could try and find one. Can you? I, I'll try and find one after we're done. That's fucking dope. Yeah. Um, if we end up making replicas, we'll post pictures. Yes. Yeah. Because that sounds hilarious. It does. I love it. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that is. Holy shite. Sin eating. Well, I obviously would like a replica in my cabinet. Oh, that's fair. I figured you would. Or. What? Corpse cake? Yeah, corpse cake. Anything like that sounds good to me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that's what I would pick. Yeah, I was going to do a corpse cake for mine. Okay, I'll take the replica and you'll take the corpse cake. Okay, who's your replica of? Myself. Yourself, but you're not dead yet. Exactly. Okay, excellent. It's foreshadowing. <laughs> well, I can't, like, I don't know if I would want, like, a replica of of like an actual person that I know that died. That's fair. But like if I had to pick ooh, like what if I had to pick like a famous person? <laughs> okay. A replica. Should it be of someone I like or someone I don't like? Well, typically it's of someone that you're close to, like a family member or like a friend or so I'd choose someone you like. Can I have a replica of my goat that passed away? Yes. Fuck okay, goat replica. A goplica. Greplica. <laughs> We don't need, why, what is it with, like, us and combining words? They don't, it doesn't need to happen. <laughs> it does. It happens for no reason. <laughs> also, we, um, just for the audience so that it makes sense, uh, Nikon went and had a nap, nappy nap time over, Pokemon nap time over on my couch. So Holly and I are going to close out this one by ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good for them. Let them rest. Let them rest. <laughs> So, um, I suppose that's the end. Yeah, that, um... Ooh, I just had a really weird image of a basket of bread, but instead of a baguette sticking out of it, it's just a replica. Excellent. Anyways. Excellent. <laughs> God. Um, yeah, uh, if you want to hear more about how I don't endorse cannibalism, um please rate, review, and subscribe because I will inevitably end up saying it again at and some point. if you would like to hear the saga of us yelling about colonialism, mm -hmm. if you have any comments you would like to add, mm -hmm. if you have stories you would like to share, if you... Have if you know someone who has a replica, or if you ha know someone who's participated in sin eating, yeah, I would like his family history information. Love mm -hmm. to hear it. You can send us an email at themacabcastpod at gmail dot com. Mm -hmm. You can also view pictures of maybe a replica and Hopefully. other things that Holly finds, um, and then all of our past episodes on our Instagram, where we post every Monday when I get around to it. Um, and our handle on Instagram is the Macabcast pod. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And, uh, thank you to Nikon for mm -hmm. helping us with our sound stuff mm -hmm. and general comments. 
And thank you to Trainer for our intro and outro. Of course, as always. And what's in your cabinet? Good night. <laughs>